1: Tuesday. Ben and Woods, 97.3. The fan loving the new
2: Tuesday intro. You intrap, have ben. no idea how much consternation went into that last night. And credit to Paul Rindle who helped me out immensely. We had a long text thread going back and forth because I wanted, and we were sure you were going to nix it after you heard it because, well, you're you. It's fair, But I wanted to get to the part where he actually yells jukebox hero stars in his eyes. But if you play the whole song, it's actually it takes almost... Over a minute and a half to get there. And that's edited like, Yes, we edited that Look down. At you. Okay. And I had to specifically, okay, I want you to jump here from 31 <laughs> seconds to 52 seconds. Oh, you're a bit of a nightmare, aren't move you? Move into the, yeah, it was a total nightmare. And yeah. Paulie handled me quite well. I, I pictured him smoothing things over with me the way he does with you. Yeah. All the time, as a good producer does, you got to massage the talent. Oh, God, do a you A little ever? bit as do a good you producer. You My wife, uh, <laughs> over the break actually made the
1: comment about Paulie. She said, "There, it like popped into her head. I think we were driving to Arrowhead. And it was like one of those random, she just kind of looked at me. And she goes, you know why Pauly's such a good producer for you guys? I was like, what? And she's like, he's so, because she was hanging out with us at the uh, the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. And she said, he's just so even keel. And I thought about it and I go, I've worked with Pauly for almost six years now or whatever. And I go, yeah. He is because I'm a huge pain in the ass, huge. And Ben, in your own way, another huge pain in the ass. He never gets like mad. Like he never gets mad at us. I'm sure he's exasperated, but he never like go, outwardly shows. us. Yeah. He probably goes home and rips us. Yeah, a and new we're frustrating
2: one, but, for different reasons. Yes. but I was being a bit of a diva when it came to getting it just right. <laughs> just right, because it was important. I, you know, this was my first time picking a, a show open Intro, song. Yeah. And I wanted it to sound right, and I wanted it to hit at the right spot, just the right length. I wanted it to go into music after that, so we're not talking over the words as we start the show. So we we kind of Frankenstein it, really was it a up. a big with, back and forth. Yeah, we kind of Frankenstein it I have up no and idea. did how about quite this? a bit of.
3: Right, can you change the one part? Yeah, I know, and I felt All right, how about so bad. This? So from like forty-two seconds to yeah, a minute yeah. nineteen, just cut that part. Okay, yeah.
2: how about this? And we went back and forth like eight or nine times before we got it just right the way I wanted it to sound. To get us into the show... On a high note on a Tuesday. Yeah, you're a bit of a nightmare, I uh, apparently. I was, I was definitely a diva last night. So we
1: can edit stuff in songs now, Pauly? I'm <laughs> glad I know that,
2: because I have <laughs> one that
1: I want to throw into the bumper, but it needs to be edited. you got to get all the superfluous stuff at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of superfluous things in this one song I've been wanting to play in our bumper
2: music. So now I know, Pauly's like, great, kill me, kill me dead. Uh, you have got a good ear for it, though, and Polly did, yeah. because you have to, when you combine, you don't want it to sound... Like, completely disjointed. Of course. So we took the part where he goes, there was one guitar, and then we jumped ahead to after he said that the second time and picked it up there. Amazing. So it sounds like natural, the song, like normal, and it doesn't, you know, have a big giant, you know, know, record scratch moment in it.
1: You did put a lot of thought into it. Uh I I (laughs) enjoyed it. Well, you did, and now that's our Tuesday (laughs) open. So it's done in in perpetuity. Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. Foreigner. (laughs) Still Amazing. one of the highlights, the greatest of the, band in history. One, still one, sure one of we've all agreed on the that. highlights of the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. Giving Polly the Foreigner album uh, was phenomenal. He loves it. it did you Did you see Ben's tweet that he just sent, ben, uh, Paulie?
3: Oh yeah, no, I saw it. I pulled it up right here.
1: First of all, I'm very proud of you for this tweet that Thank you just you. sent. Ben Higgins, our beloved, just tweeted: "We're heading out to Arizona next week for fantasy camp, and I'll have a couple of afternoons off." If there are any Tier 1s in the Phoenix area who would be interested in playing some golf on either Tuesday or Thursday afternoon, let me know. That is a
2: huge, huge step forward for you, in my opinion. You know me, I'm always thinking about others and the Tier 1s all All, the time. Just always ready to
1: serve our audience in, in any state. In
2: any way that I can help you out on the golf course next week, please let me know. And I don't know if we have a bunch of tier ones in Phoenix, but we they do. seem to be all over the place, all over the country.
3: I think Ben just wants a free round of golf.
2: I didn't say that. I did not think about that. I did not say part of it. I'm actually more than willing to pay for my own golf. Maybe even treat <laughs> for golf if it's more. It's more. I don't want to play by myself, which is weird. I'm. I don't. I actually like playing golf with other people. Me too. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> And playing by yourself but is five, not the best. And if you're gonna or you're gonna be randomly paired with people, I'd ter- rather be paired terrible. with a tier one. The tier ones who are out there and who know the show and, and it might be fun. Plus, if they happen to have you know, like locals sometimes have access to courses that out of towners don't have dude. <laughs> read this guy like a book possible that you get a better
3: tea time or you know
2: something. What?
3: He's gonna look up the Yelp reviews on (laughs) course and be like, actually, oh, never mind. And then somebody's gonna be like, hey, I I work at this country club in Scottsdale, Ben. We'd love to host you. He's like, I'll see you there. I'll see you there,
2: Tier One. (laughs) I get competing offers from different Tier Ones. Yeah, just you know, make your bid and we'll see. Well, you could have two two afternoons free to play. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch some of the fantasy camp. Sure. I'm going to be there all day on Wednesday for sure. But I don't think I'm going to sit there every single second you guys are playing against other, uh, you know, out-of-shape grown-ups in baseball and watch every minute of it. So I
1: can't blame you even for a little <laughs> bit for that. I, I wouldn't either. Um, I didn't think of the fact that he just wants a really exclusive, a hookup. hookup. nice... He wants you want somebody that belongs to like Camelback
2: or Desert something. Mountain. Desert Mountain, you know, yeah. that would be nice. Yeah, do you have what? any ideas for the tier ones of who you might where you might want to play? That, uh, that P, what's the who's the guy that uh starts the what's the really elite golf brand? PXG, what is it? Yeah, PGX. PGX, yeah, I think so. uh, his his course out there, you know, if you happen to be a member and if you're shooting for the stars, would like to take me out, I'm not opposed to I'm not saying that we have to do that, I'm just saying I'm not opposed. <laughs> to that idea okay so oh, uh paulie like, kind of got me right though i like Pauly. where your head's Whatever.
1: at but again i'll say this though paulie five years ago ben higgins doesn't send that tweet. No, no no he does yeah. not send that tweet at all
2: but hey you know what if there's three tier ones and you got a good you know municipal course and you like playing it and it's like goat hill which is just you know for everybody yeah and anybody all comers i am absolutely there for you if uh, if you want to play next week,
1: I think that is uh, well okay. So it is twofold. You do want you. It's yeah. fun to go out and, and meet the listeners and play with them. I've done it before. Um, it's a blast. It's also you know? fun to get to play new courses that you haven't played. before. Yeah, maybe private, exclusive courses that you can't get access to <laughs> otherwise is also a um,
3: <laughs> must. Be a resident in this particular. Yeah, neighborhood. exactly. But sometimes
2: they have the r- locals restrictions on tea times, they do. and you can't get in unless you get invited. So okay, well, there is a ulterior ulterior motive about, you know with ben 's golf plans <laughs> I guess respond to his uh,
1: tweet if you 're listening and you have that if you 're not on twitter i don 't know what to tell you uh, he doesn 't you don 't have an email or anything you want to give out over the air, but uh, find a way to get, th- what they 'll do is they 'll come to me and then i 'll have to set this whole <laughs> thing up through ben
2: respond and then i 'll reach out to you via direct message yeah and we can uh, we can correspond Gushmaka can... says i 'm in. That that's, that's doesn't tell me much. Yeah, that, you, need, you need a little more than that. <laughs> he just shows up where at our house. We, I'm ready. Where dude. are we in? Where are we playing? Where
1: are we going? He really wants you to set the whole thing up for him. and, and uh, No, I, I think that's a good idea. Good for you out there uh, shaking hands, kissing babies in the uh, community of, of Arizona, where it doesn't doesn't really do us much good ratings-wise, but still, I mean, it's great. It's great if they're Should watching. Should I set
2: up a regular tier one golf date here? I would love to do that, actually. I've thought
1: about doing that, except for I just don't have the time. It's called the Benton Woods Open. It's the Benton Woods Open, yeah, but I, I just don't have the time. I would love to do it every Friday. Dave Rickards, who's one of my radio heroes, by the way, uh, formerly of the DSC, Dave Shelley and Chainsaw, Dave used to do a bit. Uh, I think he would play every Friday with, uh, he would just like put it out there and go play with like three different listeners. Now he got. The courses rolled out the red carpet because it was Dave Rickards, and he got hooked up. But I think every single week, I thought, well, that's one way to game the system. I'm all in.
2: No one loves a good red carpet like Ben Higgins, Nobody. by the way. Yeah. Out exactly. There. Just, just making that known to, uh, to golf course operators in San Diego. Indeed. Indeed. So did
1: you guys see the uh, reports coming out last night about Fernando Tatis Jr.? I did. So, we mentioned this in the open. We have not gotten to it today, but it was uh, reported that Fernando Tatis Jr. and his father have asked permission from the San Diego Padres to continue. He's coming to the end, Ben, of his 20-game allotment. I believe he's played 17 games. I think that that number is accurate. Uh, And it was picked up, and and somebody just tweeted it randomly on Twitter, like, breaking news, this is, is going down. And then they said, um, then Hector Gomez picked it up as well and said, yes, they have asked permission for him to continue to play throughout the playoffs. And I saw some people responding to the tweet, good idea, bad idea, whatever.
2: Certainly felt like it. I mean, you could believe that. You know that Tatis has said he enjoys playing for his team in the Dominican and he wants to put in work in the offseason. So I had no reason to doubt that it was very much possibly true. Yeah, and uh, as of last night at about 8 o'clock, I was –
1: I I sent it up the proper channels just to double-check before we got on the air, and uh, that's not true uh, per the – Per the highest authority at the San Diego Padres, the one that calls those shots, um, he has not asked for nor been granted any permission to play uh, any extra additional games outside of the 20 that he has already been allotted.
2: Well, that's because Fernando knows it's always better to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Just
1: play them? <laughs> oh my God. Could you
2: imagine? You say, I'm- he got hurt in game 21? <laughs> uh,
1: would not be good. I, you know, there's, there, now the, the, Part of me goes, all right. Why, why tempt fate, Fernando and Fernando Senior? Why tempt fate? You, you get through the twenty unscathed and you're feeling good about your game. Spring training's is, is just a few weeks away, honestly. But then the other part of me is, well, let's keep them in that routine, out there grinding and and playing baseball. It's harder to he get missed a in, lot of games, missed a lot of games. Uh, you know, harder to get in trouble being a part of a team out there playing baseball, than it is left to your own devices.
2: Is it weird that it kind of matters to me that if Fernando's reasoning is, I really like the work I'm putting in, I want to keep that momentum going right into spring training, and I think the best way for me to do it is by playing games, I'm going, okay, I I don't have a big problem with that. If If his motive is... Hey, I've been with these guys for, you know, three weeks. I want to help them win the championship and deliver them a title for my dad. And that's his motivation. I'm like, no, no, your job is not to win a championship for your Dominican team. It's to win one for the San Diego Padres. So I'm okay with it as long as it's serving the interests of helping you get into peak form for the 2024 Major League Baseball season. It can be both though. It can be it both. It can be that, absolutely both. But if he one is, is a
1: symptom of the other.
2: If if one, if they really in his heart, Fernando thought, I probably could use a couple of weeks off before spring training now, that would be in my best interest, but I don't want to let these guys down and, and let my dad down. I would not want that to be the motivation for him to keep playing. I And it's a fine line. And it's certainly not something that you ever even have to say. <laughs> you can
1: certainly say what you just said. You can. Of I mean, Hey, man, to be honest with you, I'm locked in. I'm hitting every day, I'm fielding every day, I feel great. Unless
2: they hook him up to Polly's lie detector machine yeah, the
1: polygraph to see what machine, his, real his real motivation, motivation is. The polygraph. Uh, if you need it, AJ, it's yours, so all you have <laughs> to do is swing by the studio, grab it, load it in the back of the Tercel, and we'll call it a day. It's it's, probably it's against
2: the CVA, probably hooking players up to lie detectors, yeah. I don't know if that's... That's
1: covered anywhere in there, but but uh, again, I, I did run that up the flagpole, and they said nope, not not yet, at least. There's been no there's been no ask, and there's been no permission granted. So again, kind of take what you see sometimes with a grain of salt.
2: I like that you did your due diligence. Thank you. After you. Um you lambasted some people in town recently for not doing, you thought, all the due diligence necessary before reporting a story. Yeah. You it did. like
3: something Woods would do. You lambast did. people? Or <laughs> do du- due diligence?
2: You did due diligence. It is. That's good. Good work.
1: Thank you. Proud of you? I take a lot of pride in my work. Respect you for that. Thank you. Good scoop. Glad that Thank I work
2: you. with you. Thank you. And that is news that you can use. News you can use. Here on 97. Stay in the fan. know, man. Stay in the know. All right, uh, I've got one more baseball story I wanted to get to, that the uh, the Dodgers aren't getting off completely scot-free when it comes to their off-season spending and their deferred payments. And it's not Major League Baseball. It's not any of the other owners. It's not the Players Association that's going after them. I will tell you who is, in fact, going after the Los Angeles Dodgers when we come back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. My friend Jordan from North Carolina defending me on Twitter says, "To be fair, Ben Higgins may want to hook up, but he did agree to meet me at the airport in Raleigh and talk for an hour. And I didn't get any golf or anything out of it. Didn't that. he drive you somewhere? He didn't. No, oh. he drove and met me at the airport oh, while I waited okay. at the baggage claim for my friends to well, arrive. That's nice of you. And we sat there and we chatted. And I mean, you were basically a captive. Oh, you had you couldn't leave if you wanted to, <laughs> so you didn't really have a choice. He could have. I had a good time with Jordan. That he could have
1: brought. Jordan's a great kid." He could have brought anybody he wanted to, and he'd done anything to you. You weren't leaving. That's there. true. He I couldn't. I go. had
2: to sit there and wait, <laughs> no matter what, for an hour. So I, I just acquiesced and I said, "Sure, Jordan, if you want to come by the Raleigh airport and just sit with me for an hour, I am game to do that to pass the time." And he did. Sat there on a little bench in yeah. the airport. Shooting the breeze. We, we shot the breeze. And then my, my friends arrived and Jordan left. And uh, I went off to Pinehurst for my vacation last it's year. It's a great vacation, wasn't it? It was a very nice vacation. Yep. I did not play well. And I would like to go back sometime when I was playing a little bit better golf. I hear, time, so. well, I hear you. I hear you. story uh, of my life. So the story about Shohei Otani. We know that Major League Baseball isn't going to do anything about the deferred payments for him. Uh, or Yoshinobu Yamamoto, or, Teos- or Teos- Teos- Teos, <laughs> that's the one
3: that
1: I'm like, what are what uh, is
2: happening? Uh, that I'm doesn't gonna... surprise a me. A at all. one year a deal,
4: one year
1: deal. You're deferring eight million over like ten years. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And,
2: and I'm not surprised. Major League <laughs> Baseball isn't doing anything about it because they can't. they It's the CBA is the CBA, and they can't change it. Same with the players' union. I'm a little surprised that we haven't heard some more, at least, consternation, hand wringing from some of the other owners that. Dick Manforts of the world going, hey, this isn't really competitively fair for the rest of not, us. Not a word. We man. could have offered Shohei the same thing, but he wouldn't have never taken it or probably agreed to it in Colorado. National media is glazing this move, uh, glazing all their moves. I mean, it is bananas. But there is one entity that is standing up to the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's the controller for the state of California, Malia Cohen who released a statement yesterday calling on Congress to narrow a loophole that could allow Shohei Ohtani to avoid tens of millions of dollars of state taxes when that deferred money comes to fruition, and the Dodgers do have to pay it. The the thinking goes is that Shohei Ohtani will play out his career with the Dodgers, make his you know 2 million dollars a year every single year we'll his, pay his 20 we'll million dollars or whatever we'll pay his taxes on, on his 2 million because you can't you can't ask someone to pay taxes on money they haven't earned yet so he'll pay whatever the taxes are on 2 million state taxes federal taxes and then by the time the contract ends the thinking is he will move back to Japan or out of California to a state with a lower tax threshold and when he gets those checks which are you know payment checks Employment checks from the Dodgers, he will be taxed again, but at a much lower rate depending on where he is living. And Malia Cohen says the current tax system allows for unlimited deferrals for those fortunate enough to be in the highest tax brackets, creating a significant imbalance in the tax structure, the absence of reasonable caps on deferrals for the wealthiest individuals exacerbates income inequality and hinders the fair distribution of taxes. I would urge Congress to take immediate and decisive action wow. to rectify this imbalance. And the estimate is, if Otani does dodge taxes on $680 million of salary and only pays it on the $20 million for the 10 years at $2 million a year, California could lose out on $98 million in tax revenue. And that is not something that they're just going to say, Oh, well, stand idly by. Yeah. And they're going to make a proactive attempt early before it gets to like 2030 and goes, Okay, now we want our money. No, they want, they want it to be (laughs) set in stone now that no matter when you get paid, if you're working for the team in California for the next 10 years, and that's essentially money you're earning now, even if they're not paying you until later. You will pay taxes on that money at some point. Yeah, they don't, they don't miss too many of those. That's not one you can really sneak under the radar when it's that much deferred. I mean, truly. And they've ignored deferrals for other athletes before, but it's never been anything like this. It's been, all right, if you add it all up, yeah, he's deferring $15 million of his contract. And then over those years, it might end up being a $1 million in taxes at some point. It's not nothing, but it's not $98 million. That's, like, that's part of like a budget that you can look into yeah. for a year is $98 million. So they're looking at this early and going, Dodgers, you are, you're sneaking around at least one system. And if it's not the Major League Baseball competitive balance tax, the luxury tax, which you are sidestepping, you're certainly sidestepping the, the spirit of the tax laws in the state in which you do business and the state in which Shohei Otani will reside and do the primary amount of his work in every single year. 81 home games plus, all road games against the Padres, Giants, Angels, A's, if they play them, will all be taking place in the state of California. It makes sense. I mean, I hate cheering for taxation. That, really a, I mean, who is a big fan of... Go taxation! Get his ass, government! And he doesn't even get representation. I don't think he's a citizen. He doesn't get to vote or anything. So this is taxation, taxation without, without representation. Repres- wow. But look at you. California is saying, uh uh-uh. uh. No, we want our taste. Yeah, I mean, as as somebody that lives here and pays exorbitant taxes as well, I'm like, hey, I just kind of want other people to have to do it as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm miserable, you also get to be miserable. I mean, Odyssey probably would have let us defer our salaries for a decade. I just don't know that we would have trusted that they would have been around when it was time to take. It feels like a low blow after (laughs) all the news of yesterday and stuff. We're doing good. No, everything's good. Everything's good. Everything, the good, it was all good reports yesterday. We are definitely on an upward climb. Adam just texted
3: me, kill Ben. Kill, (laughs) got his mic.
2: Spencer put in the chat, I like taxes, Ben.
1: (laughs) I like taxes. I like taxation. Yeah, I mean, holy cow, dude. You, You had to know that that was coming. You know, you had to know. I'm, and I'm sure, he look, he's probably got a ton of smart people working for him that probably clued him into, hey, by the way, this could happen, and this is what you need to be prepared to do. Uh, $100 million for that long of a contract, literally a drop in the bucket for a guy that's going to make, what, what do they say he makes in endorsements a year? 50? So he's going to be fine.
2: That money keeps our roads like the ones right outside our Odyssey building, which they are repaving yes. right now. <laughs> That's $98 million that goes toward a smoother roads and infrastructure improvement yes. for the rest of us Californians who don't make that much money and obviously don't pay that kind of taxes. I heard Gwen and Chris railing. Apparently, they could not get into the building yesterday oh, because really? of the... The street repaving. So you turn like where you normally come in. Yeah. And they blocked it off. So they had to do a UE and turn all the way around and then go up past the oh, 7 Eleven and around. So and Tony thought that was closed off too. Apparently, it took him an extra like 15, 20 minutes to actually figure <laughs> out a way to get into the building yesterday. Damn. Benefits of getting here at, you know, 5 a.m. or you get here even earlier. Yeah. The dub says, they- depending on how they word it, there may be
1: impacts to teams in California versus other states folks won't want to play here or contracts would have to be
2: structured well, that's differently that's already the case that's pretty much the case there's anyway. always been a California penalty for guys who don't want to you know pay their taxes that's why a lot of guys live in Arizona or Florida yeah. or Texas in the off season uh that's part of it but the same reason we all do live here and you know endure the higher taxes cuz it's the best because te- it's badass. Best
1: place in the world. <laughs> the greatest city in the world,
2: man. I mean, yeah, you can move to Arizona and pay less taxes. Guess what? You have to live in Arizona. That's right. My wife, uh, she stole it from <laughs> from that TV show. I'd rather be dead
1: in California than alive in Arizona. I'm like, I, I feel you. Every time, my parents come, wow, gas is expensive. here. I'm like, yeah, double it. I don't care. I love this place. I'm never leaving.
2: So quit asking, okay? It's not happening. I mean, we're complaining. I'm not going to. So quit asking. (laughs) We're complaining because it got into the high 30s on our way to work this morning. But it's no blizzard. I saw whiteout conditions in Texas yesterday on some sort of, Mm. like, blizzard. You couldn't see anything. No, thank you. I have no desire to live anywhere else but right here. San Diego, California. Yeah, all we right. Agreed. When we come back, is this it for Jim Harbaugh? We didn't. T- we didn't talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, Jim Harbaugh all, yeah. and his future with or without the Michigan Wolverines after last night's national championship game. Uh, more college football talk on the way with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three, the fam.
1: You saw way more skin than I was expecting to. Ben Higgins ripped his sweatshirt <laughs> off. And I looked up. I'm like, look, why is why Ben is he half nude, half
2: naked? The heater here. just kicked in in here because I got hot yeah. during that break. I'm pitting out myself. Usually, I try to wait until the cameras aren't on to disrobe, but look, I like what I, I, drew, I saw. I, I just thought I couldn't make it through that entire <laughs> next segment, but I didn't get that sweatshirt off right then. I really liked what I saw there. That's oh, oh, li- only eight forty nine. I thought it was nine
1: thirty nine. So that's fantastic. No oh,
2: doubt. <laughs> yeah. Alisa in the chat, naked, not naked just, naked, just had a little bit of torso showing there, I like what which I don't was. like. It's not my favorite part of me, my torso. What is your favorite? Your calves. All right. Take your calves yes. out of it. What is your favorite? Part that, of no, you? That's a good question. What's my second favorite part of Ben? Yeah. Like I think I have nice. I think I've got a
1: decent derriere. Let me see it. It's like the flattest ass I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, no, I, there's nothing there. I don't want it to be there, though. I want it to be. It's. It you, doesn't look. <laughs> it's not that big. It's not too big. I know people like big butts, <laughs> but I'm not a. I'm not. I don't like big butts. You <laughs> like small derriere. I do. As <laughs> you've mentioned many, many, many times. And I feel like I have a nice. It's for, small for as big as it's I flat, am, though. Yeah, and I like that. You do. Yeah, like a shovel butt. <laughs> Not that
1: I, not 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 like I got apple apple bottom (laughs) or anything either over here. But you know, it's weird. I I know
2: some people work very hard trying to create some roundness in their squats. I like big butts. Yeah, squats and lunges and things like that. I like more of a small derriere. That's true.
1: I have uh, I have body dysmorphia, so there's literally not one part of my face body that I enjoy at all. Not one.
2: Uh... I think my nose is very normal shaped. No, nope. nope. it's, it's not. A little big. Is it big? Yeah, a little bit. I thought it wasn't too big. Yeah, it well, looks big a little. Nose. Hey,
1: sorry. It's a little. Look at me again. There's like a lump here in the side of it. It's a character. Okay. Yeah, you look like Carl Malden, which is a good, <laughs> since everybody wants to look like Carl Malden. Not a big fan of my neck. I hate my chins yeah. and my lack of neck. <clears throat> I really have dysmorphia. I look in the mirror, I'm like, you are hideous. My
2: arms are a tad scrawny Mine are compared scrawny. to the rest of my yep, body, so same. I'm not a huge fan no. of the arms. Give a gut. I have
1: skinny bird yeah. legs. I have no calves. At least you have the calves. I have Cavs no calves. Are Your calves are incredible. That's,
2: that's really one with a bullet there. Yeah, number 1 with the bullet. For sure. All right. Uh what was I going Oh, I wanted to say uh looking forward to 2:40 this afternoon when uh, Michael King, new Padres pitcher acquired from the Yankees in the Juan Soto trade is scheduled to join the Gwyn and Chris program. So, we will get our first uh conversation on the airwaves here with Michael King. Hey.
1: Hope you're ready, buddy. <laughs> We're going to need you really big next year. Really big.
2: Um And congratulations to their producer, Matt Scraby, who had yes! his first Scraby how did, show How did it go? Yesterday. Now, listen. I, I, I didn't hear. I was on TV at the time, so I did not get to hear the Scraby program yesterday. I, I don't even know what it's actually called. I think it's called the, the, Matt, the, the Scraby, Scraby Show. show. The yeah. Scraby Show. So
1: it was, an, it was an odd day to start in that you're right there. Against the national championship game, the last college football game. If it were me, I, if I were Scraves, I would have said, "You know what? I'm going to start that bad boy. I'm going to start it on Tuesday night. I'm not going to do it on Monday night. I'm going to start it on Tuesday night." Was he doing play-by-play? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And Anyways, here's the handoff the to Scraby Comer. Show. Oh, Phoenix is sacked for a loss behind the line. <laughs> oh, he's wide open. He missed the throw. <laughs> like, but good for him. I respect the grind and and the uh, the hustle for Scraves. And, and I I. It's a lot. It's a that's a lot of work to do the four hour show with Quinn and Chris and then be like, All right, see you buttholes later. I'm gonna go do an hour Plus, by myself. I
3: believe he was on camera for it. Oh yeah. And
1: I believe he was solo, like on the board solo. doing wow, that's that impressive. Is that not is impressive. Not easy to do it's not fun to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, when you see Colin Cowherd up there, he's not running his own board. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, not running his own board. It's that is a massive massive
2: uh uh undertaking to do and that means I did it, we but now as a have, DJ yeah and that means we now have 13 straight hours of YouTube streaming now every single day that's awesome here yep. on 973 the fan Yeah, doing everything great.
1: by himself holy cow
2: I would love I love this idea too somebody had said
1: this before. you guys had done a couple of the producer show uh Paulie Braden and Scravey. but you have to it it when you're in mornings you just your schedules just jacked there's no time that like Scraden Scraden. <laughs> sort of, um, amalgamation of all of our producers. Scraden, by the way. Scraby and Braden and Polly. It's not like they're gonna come and be like, Hey, do you guys want to roll in? We'll do it from five to six before we get started. No. Right. And you don't want to stay till you don't want to come back here at seven o'clock at night. It's just God not gonna no. happen.
2: Be honest though with me here. If this was if Matt Scraby was your producer you would wonder, are you saving some of your best stuff now for your show? I, After our four hour show.
1: You know, I think okay, I will say this. That does get tough. It does yeah. get tough. And I, I cause I remember chewing Polly out for a brilliant podcast episode he did. I go, <laughs> Where's this been? This was like four years ago. I go, Where's that gold been on our show? Right? So yeah, you, you don't like to share the wares, right? You want all the gold for your own show. But I think now we're at a point. If Paulie said I have an itch that needs to be scratched, I'd go go have a ball. Just don't don't let anything fall out of place here. <laughs> like scraby has got three guests on his show. <laughs> Dude, I murder you. you. And Chris have no guests that day. guys. It's the only time they can do it. I'm s- Sorry. Yes, Tom Brady is coming on. I couldn't get him. I'm Good happy. On. Well, I'm happy to cut clips of it. We can play it tomorrow on our show. <laughs> Out, well, he's like, I'm joined by Fernando Tatis Jr. live from the Dominican tonight. So, Fernando, <laughs> tell me your thoughts. What are you looking for there on that pitch?
3: I would flip out. I would we absolutely know flip, on flip out. We the topic wheel on our show yeah. for
1: three hours. We're <laughs> 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 just dying for content. What is your favorite movie? <laughs> Favorite dessert. Well, I'm joined by uh, President and CEO Eric Grutner. We got AJ Preller coming up next, and we'll be joined by Manny Machado to wrap up the show for our weekly hit. That I brought to you by a sponsor Soapy Joe's Car Wash. Bro, I would flip out. Paulie selling T-shirts and stuff. I'd lose my mind. Of course, I would. Yeah, I thought so. <sighs> now I think. But I do you know, I certainly appreciate guys wanting to to get better at their craft, I really do, and that's that's what Paulie dude is is I, I, that's when I was talking to my wife about it. I go I go this lunatic will sit there and mess with a video when it's like I would have already just here's the video, the raw footage I'm posting it and walking away. he's back there. You know, molding it for an hour, and that's why I would absolutely be fine with Pauly scratching any itch he needed to scratch because he puts in, you know, the the time here on this show, and, and the quality of his work is important to him. So, not that theirs isn't. I'm just saying that's how I would feel uh, about Pauly doing doing that. But there's no shift that you would want to do it. None, no. zero, not working mornings, <laughs> not coming no. back late at night. Absolutely not. Not coming in earlier. Not coming in earlier, and not coming back late to be like.
2: Yes. I mean the Pottery do sure need an if, outfielder. If you asked Adam, he would set up weekends with Polly Randall, But you don't want to give up your weekends either. Right. Oh, yeah.
3: No, of course not. not. Unless there was significant <laughs> yeah.
2: I, do
1: like the, I, I do like the idea of the Scraden show. The Scrabian and Braden. Scraden. <laughs> How do we get Paul in there? It doesn't work.
2: I can't I was trying to think the entire time. How can I meld all three of their names? <laughs> it's impossible to do. But that's congrats you,
1: that's your task.
2: Scull scru- scru- No, it doesn't work. Just uh congratulations, Scrapes. Keep it up.
1: You know, that's uh that's really good stuff.
2: All right. So was last night the final Scrollden. Scrawlden. <laughs> <laughs> was last night. <laughs> Have said that <laughs> the in <Skrullman> show it's <laughs> fantastic it was last night the final night of Jim <laughs> Harbaugh's Michigan coaching career uh we'll get to that right after a check of traffic here on 973 the Fan and this hour of Benna Woods is brought to you by Soapy Joe's. Big news from Soapy Joe's chief bubble officer, Tony Gwynn Jr. Have you heard you can create four customized ball cards with Tony Gwynn Jr. through the Soapy Joe's Car Wash AR game and win amazing prizes? Visit SoapyJoe'sCarWash.com for more details. Soapy Joe's is good, clean, fun. So last night, the speculation continued to, to run rampant that Jim Harbaugh is going to go out as a national championship winner and step away from Michigan to take an NFL job. We talked with uh, Amy Trask earlier about uh, potentially the Raiders being interested. The Chargers have certainly been linked to some rumors involving Jim Harbaugh coming back to the NFL. He got to a Super Bowl, right, with the uh, 49ers when he was the coach. He did not win one. His brother has a title. They certainly showed John Harbaugh and his dad, Jack Harbaugh, enough On the telecast last night, will he try to scratch that itch and return to the NFL leaving Michigan? And I've got – I was convinced that this story was just not as – was blown up beyond what it should have been. I I couldn't understand why why would Jim Harbaugh leave a situation like Michigan when the NFL game is much harder to have consistent success – that a big time college football program, you well, are. But
1: the college football is getting harder. It is, by the day.
2: But you just won a national championship. You've got as much leeway, ten year window of you're, cachet you're ever going to have at Michigan. You know, like get, retread coaches yeah.
1: that haven't won as much as he,
2: what they have cachet in college football. You're absolutely right. Is this the time you would ever think about stepping away? I'm sure you can get whatever extension you want from Michigan. They probably pay you as much or more than you would make in the NFL. Why would you leave? If you're Jim Harbaugh, and that was going to be my take, this was all just some sort of smokescreen. He likes the attention. I'm sure it's Jim Harbaugh likes stirring things up and who does it, up, man? Who doesn't? having people talk about him. But ultimately, like last year when he was rumored to it's be leverage. to be going to Minnesota, it's leverage. But I, I think ultimately, I thought he was going to decide to return. Now I'm not so sure because as I thought about it, there's no he's climbed to the top of the mountain. And there's nowhere to go but down. And, by the way, he almost certainly will. It's college football. You know, even Nick Saban, even Dabo Sweeney, even um, Kirby Smart. You know, you get to the top of the mountain. Staying there is very, very difficult in college football. It's possible that Jim Harbaugh is motivated by different things and would really like to try his hand again at winning that Super Bowl ring and getting that championship. So... All of a sudden, I started doubting myself and going, maybe he really is leaving and coming back to the NFL. Now, where I I think going to the Chargers for him would be a mistake. Yes, they've got a quarterback, and everyone says, oh, that's the best job out there because you've got Justin Herbert. You've also got Justin Herbert going into a massive new deal that's going to impact your salary cap space. and your cap is toast. And you don't have much around him. You might be losing Keenan Allen. You're going to have to draft really well. You don't know who the GM is. I don't think they're going to give you complete control because the Spanoses never do. I don't know that that's the best place for him, but the more I thought about it, the more I talked myself into the fact that maybe he is actually coming to the NFL and wants to go out on a high note with that legacy.
1: Yeah, the Raiders are another team that's that's been mentioned. But, I, you know, I don't know how much that ship has, has... I think it's more stable now than it's been in, in many, many years. Uh, and I, But I think Antonio Pierce is probably the right guy for that job. And I think the players there really responded to him. They really liked him. They're in his corner. You don't want to mess with that. Now, I understand. How many times have we seen it? Uh, who was the guy that got let go for Urban Meyer, Ben, in, uh, in Florida? Not at Florida, but at... Um, for the Jags. Oh, uh,
2: who was the coach of the Jags they, at the They time? brought
1: in Urban Meyer, and I'm not saying that Jim Harbaugh is yeah. any, anything like Urban Meyer. I'm just saying it doesn't always work that way. Uh, if you bring in, hey, the flashiest... Doug, Doug Marone. Yeah. yeah, okay, you, just to bring in the flashy head coach, that Urban Meyer lost the locker room in like six weeks. I mean, he was done. He was done before he even got started, so... I don't know, man. I think, I think in order for him to leave, it has to be a perfect situation. The Chargers situation is not a perfect situation just because you have a good quarterback. You have to have a line around him. You have to have talent around him. Your cap space is nil. They've, they've gone all in,
2: and it hasn't worked out for him. It's not an ideal situation. Here's the other side of it that I don't hear people talking about as much. If you're Michigan, are you that sad to see him go? Probably not. Because you've already got Sharon Moore, who I would assume is going right into that head coaching job. Did a great job as the interim twice this year while Jim Harbaugh was suspended. He was essentially suspended for half the season this year. And they didn't miss a beat with Moore on the sidelines. So my guess is he becomes the new head coach. You'll lose some of the drama that is Jim Harbaugh. Maybe keep and the good things that you liked anyway. Some of the money. And the money. And you just say, thank you so much, coach. And you leave on really good terms and, you know, come back and be a celebrity and come to the sidelines. Whatever your career is done, and we're going to love you forever. But go ahead. Take that NFL job. And they can 't really say that ever out loud; he just won a national championship, and if he says, "I would like to be a Michigan Wolverine for life they 're going to have to make it happen and I think that 's the thing that that you know Nick Saban tried his hand it didn 't work, and
1: then it 's been pretty obvious he 's going to stay the head football coach at Alabama until he 's not until he decides that he 's not and I think that therein lies the difference he 's not being courted by. The Miami Dolphins or anybody else every single year uh, anymore, Ben, because he's made it clear he's the head coach of Alabama. Jim Harbaugh has not done that. He has not said, "No, I'm a Michigan man through and through, and I'm going to stay here until the wheels come off." Um, he is going. You're going to have to put up with this every year with him, uh, contract or not. I mean, he can still walk away at any time. Like if an NFL job that he wants comes calling, you have to to live in that space where you know he may walk.
2: He did get asked about it uh, after the game last night. We'll give you that audio before the Rhino report at the top of the hour coming up from Jim Harbaugh. And we'll probably know in the next, I would think, week or so. One way or another, he's going to have to make a decision because those NFL jobs are going to get filled if that's where he's going. So we'll come back. Final hour. Headlines from Pauly. All coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3, The Fan.